Hello, this is episode 147 of Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Dr. Nisha Riley. Dating, young and old. I've recorded aspects of this before, but that starts to happen 147 podcasts later. So there's an element of the online persona versus reality. Most communication these days feels more like an interpretive dance with texting, messaging, WhatsApp, emojis, and so on. Like how much time have you spent searching for the logic behind a certain heart color? One of my favourite cartoons is when the brain says to the heart, I hate when you make me look like an idiot. But then I wrote a piece recently on heart over mind, what it has the potential to create. You spend hours with friends, what do they mean? Why don't you just ask? But of course, when you ask for clarity, if they're a spineless messer, they'll just ghost you. Ghosting is the definitive get out of jail card for Monopoly. You don't even have to play Monopoly all night and end up throwing the board across the room. It feels awful at the time, but let it pass quickly. I wrote about all of this for teens last year, but it's just as hard for adults. Most people play games to stay safe, to not look like an idiot, especially adults who've already got it wrong. My most admired relationship got divorced and allowed their partners to sleep with other women. This probably says a lot about me, but not what you assume. I'm talking about Lorraine Hansbury and Robert Nemiroff. I also understand her need to get divorced just before her death. It wasn't a separation, but a moment of authenticity. But it's the best way that I can prove to you that relationships have a much bigger role in your life than just the big day. They're about living. Dating is about living. We wouldn't have a legacy of our work left behind. And one partner wouldn't have been able to explore their sexuality either. The reason that we're left with so much of Lorraine Hansbury's work is because even after her death and their divorce, Robert Nemiroff was committed enough to her growth and her work to go to the trouble of seeking all the answers and compiling them. In many ways, that's what relationships are really about. And that level of openness terrifies people. The sense of life being a journey. The people cross your path for a purpose. And this doesn't mean that I don't admire relationships that stay together. I've written endlessly on that topic too. Relationships being for growth. Some can grow together and form a team. Which are the most impressive for me. But some can't. And we need to not drown in these two. And that's why the only question I ask people before they get married is, can you grow with them? Can you change? But I think the biggest challenge in many ways today is that people have so much technology to hide their real feelings behind. And dating is both seen as being intense, but also flippant and transient simultaneously. Like in one sense, it's seen as being intense because we all arrive with so much baggage and so many expectations and so much of a pre-ordained path that we expect to travel on. We're not expecting it to be a life journey. We're not expecting to meet someone because they'll open up ideas to us or share a book that we should read or introduce us to music or bring us to a show that we might never have seen before or get us into foreign films or so many other aspects, all the conversations that we have. So in one sense, we're not open to those exchanges just happening for those reasons. And at the same time, we've already planned 
in our heads where we expect it to go, while being simultaneously terrified that it might actually go there. And then we use technology to hide behind so that we don't really ever engage or actually have those experiences. And then we spend our lives doing this interpretation of what people really mean. And of course, we deliberately leave it ambiguous so that we don't have to put our heart out there because we might look like a fool. And this really is the same conversation whether you're 15 or 35 or 55. And in many ways, sometimes parents, I've found, are afraid to move on and to try a new relationship again because they often feel that it's not something that they should do for their children. But in reality, your children learn from your experiences and from your openness and from what you're prepared to live. So if you're not prepared to live beyond something that hasn't worked or you're not prepared to keep growing and to feel that life keeps changing and that there's new people meant to cross your pathway, how are your children supposed to feel as they embark on life that they're supposed to make all those choices too and that their moves don't have to be definitive and that if they get it wrong, that it doesn't mean the end for them. So there's a lot wrapped up in this. I end up working a lot. There's a lot of students I work with who are from families with marriage separation. And many times I end up encouraging the parents to start again, both in terms of friendships and a social life, because that is an important a role model for their children as being consistent and staying at home and being hardworking. There has to be a balance of those things happening for them. So growth, that's what I see in Lorraine Hansbury's and Ron Robert Nemiroff's relationship. I see the growth of people. I see the sense that they were allowed to change. And I see the unconditional belief in somebody beyond them changing where you expected them to change to. And I think that that is as admirable as people who manage to stay together for great periods of time and grow and change together as well. But yes, maybe sometimes you should just ask for clarity. And unfortunately, I wrote about this in the team book. Sometimes when I have asked for clarity, you do just get ghosted. And that doesn't say anything about you. And that can be very hurtful. And it can end up showing the discrepancies between the person that someone wants to pretend that they are online, or even in a sort of a safe social context with other people around that they will behave a certain way and that that feels quite safe to them. And if you do ask for clarity and then you just don't get an answer, but in many ways you're just learning how little you could have experienced with that person.